0: I am so sick of the media dictating the terms of the narrative in this country. I'm so sick of having to be apologetic for who I am. I'm so sick of people in middle America being called a flyover country or slope-headed
1: conservative teabaggers. It's going to be teabagging day.
0: It's hard to talk when you're teabagging. Appreciate <laughs> it very much.
2: It's so funny because the teabaggers, the one thing they hate is
3: when you call them racists. If racism is not the whole of the Tea Party, it is in its heart. The hatred that is- Timothy McVeigh, that he had, there are plenty of people like that right
4: now. of. Person-
5: I think you get the general tenor of this. It's anti-government, since this is highly promoted by the right-wing conservative network's
0: The left pits people against each other. Divide and conquer is the strategy. I don't want to live in that world. It is the exact opposite of e pluribus oh, no. <laughs>
3: If you falsely accused me said, of being involved in a racial incident. He, he said, you said you were predictable. He, he said he worked. Were he you, he was said he okay. you are he was racist. racist. He said he for okay. you. You are very
2: racist. He with. said he, he, was said was gonna okay. Okay. he said you. And you're going to be dealt with. He said he works for you. It's going
5: to come to light of what you really are. It's going to come to light of what you really are. Hey, I just answer one question. Yes or no? What about
2: the
3: fake person? Yes or no?
0: And what the left has stood for with political correctness is to try and get those with whom they disagree to shut up. And the Tea Party movement and Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman and Alan West and, and all, the, all the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist? You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's? F*** you.
6: Good morning. Good morning and welcome to Road Warrior Radio. You're tuned in live this Monday, February 12, 2024 on the one and only Republic Broadcasting Network. And as always, thanks for coming along for the ride. And a wild and dystopic ride it is. We'll talk about that today. So yesterday was Super Bowl. Sunday, uh, Friday was kind of an eventful Road Warrior Radio broadcast. We'll probably get into that. But it's Monday with Mitzi. It's another Monday with Mitzi and that's also exciting. So we'll do that as well. And, uh, we will dive right in in a second. First though, um, we should probably, I should probably start with the prayer. I've been a little remiss in my a little derelict in my duties. I have said why I'm doing it. Uh, I need to make sure that I uh comport myself as such and again we'll probably talk about that today but let's just start with the uh the prayer I'm gonna do this because um I think it's important and uh, I'm committed to it so the Lord's prayer, the full armor of God and um thing. But good things can happen as a result of that. Um, so, the Lord's Prayer Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debtors as we for, uh, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for yours is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen and uh, i talked about the difference the translation difference on friday a little bit i believe uh that was Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. When I did the prayer and we'll come back to the translation thing because, you know, there is what you might call a bifurcation fallacy or a false. uh Well, I'll just call it a, a bifurcation fallacy. You know, the King James only versus whatever. And, um, The omission in the King James that you read in the Geneva is interesting and also again the fact that William Tyndale was burned at the stake as a heretic but his work was used as the – predominantly as the basis for all of the modern English – Translations And then things get weirder once you get to Westcott and Horde, but that's a different discussion. Anyway, the Geneva version of Ephesians 6, 12 is provocative. So we'll do that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the worldly governors. That's interesting. The princes of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness, which are in the high places. So with that in mind, we put on the full armor of God. Uh, Lord, please help us to put on the full armor of God. Help us to gird our lines about with truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. shod our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Help us to take up the shield of faith. Put on the helmet of salvation and take up the sword of the spirit. And help us to pray at all times in the spirit. And um, just to finish that out. I like to also pray that all who walk in error would come to know the truth in Christ. Please reveal our hypocrisy and double mindedness. I I pray that unrepentant evil doers be brought swiftly to justice, uh, that wickedness be brought swiftly to an end and righteousness be restored in the land. I pray. Thank you, father, for your grace and mercy. And uh, your long suffering. Thank you that you love us so much and that you will never leave us nor forsake us. In Jesus name. Amen. Um, it's kind of a long prayer, but not really. It might get shorter as time goes on. But... um. I think it's important. I think it is a spiritual battle that we face. And I think we see evidence of that. I think, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit, but, um, you know, some recent examples, but, um, let me just say this. I, I still haven't published the archive from Friday's broadcast. I sort of wanted to let it I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I guess I wasn't missing anything or thinking about it too much in the moment. But if you listen to to Friday's broadcast, Uh, the end, the very end, the last, about the last 10 minutes, we'll probably play it, but you know, about the last 10 minutes was interesting. Some people would probably consider it titillating, but I've talked about what I would call a, um, pornographic addiction to tragedy that some people have in the lives of others because their lives are so boring. They, you know, need some excitement. And so, you know, to watch someone else in a car wreck is um, entertaining. And I would think of it sort of that way, you know, that some people might find it interesting, interesting and exciting. I don't think so. I think that it's you know, the conversation was evidence of exactly what I've been talking about. It's a difficult subject. It's, it's difficult subject matter. And I, I know that because of my own experience. Um, got a message I haven't received, I haven't read all the way. got a few messages about this, but one, uh, suggested that I'm, closed-minded it's disappointed that it's disappointing that i'm closed-minded i'm not closed-minded actually and the reason i know that i'm not is because it, it wasn't that long ago i would say that i was pastor earl wallace thought the same thing roughly speaking and had the same convictions uh and i had to consider the possibility of what i've been saying now so i had to backtrack on that stuff you think to be a patriotic American, you have to think and believe the way Pastor Wallace does. Well, we should be as as a Christian, you should be a Christian first and a patriotic American far distant second. And once you start to think that way and you examine the landscape of evidence, then all of a sudden you know, the picture changes dramatically. So let me just start the day's broadcast by saying that, uh, you know, I just want to apologize formally for my indiscretion, for my bad behavior. Um, Regardless of what happens, I should not, um, you know, I did not lovingly speak the truth. If, If I'm going to, you know, if I fancy myself a Christian, it doesn't matter what I think, who defines terms is Jesus Christ. But if I want to, you know, if I aspire to be that, then, you know, he says that we're supposed to do what he says. And what does he say? Do the will of my father like he was sent to do. So I did not speak the truth lovingly, you know, as we see in Ephesians four fifteen, and I arguably repaid evil for evil which we're told not to do in places like Romans twelve seventeen. So I would like to apologize uh, to Pastor Wallace. I hope that he will forgive me. I ask his forgiveness and, um, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to him. I haven't done that yet either, but I would, I would appreciate the opportunity to talk about this stuff more, presuming that he is uh, a godly gentleman. And I do presume that I'm not going to, you know, presume any nefarious intentions on his part, uh, because I think I can relate to where he's coming from. Uh, but I would, I would appreciate the opportunity to work through this. It's tough stuff. And, you know, for that matter, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong and that's fine too, but I'm not. Uh, and I know that because I've had years of Being in the general vicinity of where Pastor Earl Wallace is, uh, intellectually, shall we say, and uh, it's that's a double minded place. I'll prove that. We'll probably play this stuff, but I just want to get into we'll play the excerpt probably, you know, at some point in, in today's broadcast, maybe in the first hour, we'll see where things go it's a Monday with Mitzi I want to move on but I just want to say I apologize and uh, so you know I'll reach out and ask for Pastor Earl Wallace's forgiveness for my own indiscretion and in hopes that we can bridge the gap and you know iron sharpening iron grow in the knowledge of the truth because that's really all that matters so we'll see what happens and with that Monday with Mitzi Mitzi are you there
5: I am here. Good morning. Good morning. Happy February
6: 12th. (laughs) Happy (laughs) February 12th to you too.
5: (laughs) We survived another Super Bowl.
6: Yeah. Yeah. You know, the commercials used to be great and now they're not so great.
5: Yeah, now they're not so great.
6: Some of us used to really appreciate the commercials and sort of, you know, I mean I think you're among the folks that would say, you know, as far as the Super Bowl is concerned, you used to live for the commercials.
5: I know, I know. And the funny thing about that is that when the commercials started to be good, you know, you'd get invited to Super Bowl parties which you can always can cons- you know, you can always think that they're going to be a little wild and crazy. Well, you'd go to the Super Bowl parties and people would be quiet and watch the game and then when the commercials came on they'd get up and talk and get food and something to drink and then you couldn't really watch the commercials so then you decided to just stay home so at least you could watch the commercials in peace and uh, I mean maybe that's part of my aging process it's pretty funny i think so then you stop going to super bowl parties and and you can watch the commercials and now i almost feel like i should go back to super bowl parties because you know the commercials aren't like they were when i lived for them (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's pretty funny
6: yeah yeah
5: and i think my Uh impression of the commercials now i you know some of them were cute i didn't watch the every single moment but some of them were cute but it seems like everything has to be really 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 busy you know that they're has to be layers of, of activities and people and celebrities on them. And yeah. then when it, when it's all done and the commercial's gone, you go, what were they advertising? I, I don't know yeah. what they were advertising.
6: Yeah. And I said it seems like, you know, Bernays meets Jean Baudrillard. So <laughs> yeah, you, you get, did. there's, um you know, you start with the influence and persuasion campaign and by degrees of separation you get to a point where it seems like you're completely detached from reality what were we trying to do in the first place here
5: don't know (laughs) exactly exactly what are you what
6: are you trying to say i don't know but it was it was it was edgy it was fun it was cool wasn't it i don't know i guess
5: yeah i was in and out of doing things and i did catch the halftime show though and it was again another layer of, of so much activity that you're just exhausted by the time it's over yeah yeah like we talked about you know what i what i'm most fascinated about about the whole super bowl incident and event is how the heck they get all those people and stages and close changes on and off that field in in such an, an organized and timely fashion i mean yeah. i'd almost like to see a show on that
6: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting, you know, and doing it in a way that doesn't destroy the field. Also, I mean, you got all kinds of people doing all kinds of things. And like you said, the stage and I mean, I'm sure that it's probably, you know, it's some mixture of artificial stuff. And so, you know, there's some kind of substrate that prevents it from the field from being totally destroyed. It's not like you're playing on grass and dirt and everything, but still, you know, there's who knows how much machinery and so forth. Like you're saying that goes into getting that stuff on and off the field, the stage and everything and the people, how does this, how does the field not get all torn up?
5: I know it's pretty, pretty fascinating. It'd be interesting yeah. to get more information about that. But, you know, other than that, it was it was very interesting and at points kind of underwhelming.
6: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very interesting.
5: Yeah. maybe um, Like I said, maybe I'm showing my age.
6: <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I think, you know. Uh, anybody paying attention, it was. I think you, I think you, hit the nail on the head. There were some interesting things. Um, the FanDuel commercial with uh, Rob Gronkowski doing the the kick, and uh, there was a cameo of Carl Weathers in that, which I thought was interesting.
5: I guess I'm going to have to go back and watch that. That might have been one of the ones I missed.
6: Yeah. So that was interesting, but I think, you know, I don't know for me, one of the big kind of, I wonder, you know, there are so many brands represented that have betrayed the American people, you know, Bud Light is obviously one, I think, you know, Beyonce is, uh, a brand that I don't know. I mean, there is this media hype that keeps trying to manufacture interest and Beyonce, I think that's more what it is. And um, so, you know, to see those kinds of brands in the Super yeah. Bowl
5: is I know. interesting. Well, I know. And and I, you know, and again, maybe I'm showing my age, but I did not get the gist of that commercial that she did at all. It was for it was for a telephone brand, right?
6: uh there were a couple i believe you're talking about the verizon commercial i think yeah yeah
5: Mm -hmm. i think so i i just did not understand that at all i needed i needed a brochure on what that was supposed to say
6: yeah definitely we're headed into a break stick around folks we'll be right back after this short break
7: So excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures' meats that you and your family. Will love. Now we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high quality pasture-raised meats. And even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now I'm not talking about the bottom of the barrel of healthy meats that have claims like natural or free range or even cage free. Terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying in of the chicken industry. In fact, less than... 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is, and our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you've definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love The delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your delight.
2: Visit RepublicBroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended.
3: It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution.
7: When you were here before,
1: you couldn't look you in the eye. You're
7: just like an angel.
6: come back
1: it
6: hurts, it's another monday with mitzi and uh we're doing that so you know the super bowl we're sort of talking about that in the commercials a little bit the super bowl at one point i thought reminded me of the first seahawks super bowl appearance where the day after all anyone could talk about were the was the officiating you know the bad calls and things like that and this sort of reminded me of that like all together the commercials and things like you said I mean there was it was busy and there was a lot going on and it seemed like that was kind of overwhelming and so it ended up because of all of that being underwhelming
5: <clears throat> yeah in the beginning it seemed like every play had flags on it
6: yeah 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 interesting stuff so you know like I said there there were the brands that you know The Bud, the Anheuser-Busch stuff, obviously, the Bud Light commercial, the Budweiser, the Michelob uh, commercial. Um, Those were interesting. The Beyonce stuff, the um, Kate McKinnon, Hellman's Mayo, the Mayo Cat. um, Not a fan of Kate McKinnon. Uh, The Christopher Walken thing was kind of interesting. Some of them were humorous. Christopher Walken thing. Everybody trying to impersonate Christopher Walken is interesting. Did you see the Arnold (laughs) commercial?
5: Yeah. He looks Like a good
6: neighbor. (laughs) Neighbor. (laughs) I'm still getting neighbor. Get me out of the chopper. That was pretty humorous. I know.
5: And what what was the company that was... Represented with the mullet commercials. I wonder if we're going to see mullet haircuts come back.
6: Probably. Who is that uh, for? I'm that not sure.
5: Funny.
6: Oh. Um, that wasn't the T-Mobile one with Jason Momoa, was it?
5: No, no, no. That was interesting.
6: Yeah. Strange.
5: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, they had a four-wheeler on it.
6: Yeah. Mm.
5: At first I thought it was the a commercial for the four-wheeler. I don't know. See, I can't remember what it I mean, I by the time the commercial's yeah. done, I'm I'm so like trying to figure out what happened that I don't even know what the the product was.
6: Yeah. Exactly. This is what we're talking about.
5: I guess they don't go out and ask the senior like teenagers, what uh, what what their take on the commercials are before they broadcast them? Because apparently they're not aimed towards us.
6: The Kawasaki commercial, I think I maybe think is that's what, it was. what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, will yeah. people go out and get a Kawasaki, and then they have to go get a mullet? Mm-hmm. I have spare hair for them. They want just a, an instant mullet. Party in the back, business in the yeah. front. Party in the back
6: sure yeah so i think that is kind of inspired by patrick mahomes actually and i think that's (laughs) steve austin stone cold steve austin and an aging stone cold steve austin so another thing that was interesting about the commercials if you if, if you look at all of the you know sites that that kept track of them. Here are all the commercials that played during the Super Bowl. Somehow, all of those lists missed Bobby Kennedy Junior.'s commercial. I don't know how they all missed it. Maybe, maybe everybody took a bathroom break at that commercial after halftime. I know I did. <laughs> Pretty interesting. So they the American values, 2024 super PAC, um, put together a commercial where they borrowed from JFK's, uh, campaign and, uh, mixed in Bobby Jr. Obviously. And so apparently it was a $7 million commercial. And, um, it's pretty interesting. I thought it was. I thought it was tastefully done, and he he's obviously, see it.
5: yeah,
6: obviously borrowing the legacy of his father and his uncle mainly. But um, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty. You know, I don't know. Telling that all of the lists failed to mention bobby kennedy jr's commercial all the lists that i saw anyway stick around folks we'll be right back after this short break
3: you are tuned in to the republic broadcasting network visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org
2: republicbroadcasting.org smash that donate
1: button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity.
0: 9-11 was a
1: jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state cool in the United it, with States. Anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we
0: used to say, it, yeah. Dancing is very lazy. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio and what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is.
1: The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 central and Wednesday at 1 central.
4: Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. drinksupertea.com
6: Welcome back. Bottom of the first hour of today's Road Warrior Radio uh, broadcast this Monday, February 12th, 2024. Another Monday with Mitzi, which is always fun. We're sort of talking about the Super Bowl, the commercials, and I don't know, just how strange things are. It feels like a transition to me. Like there was a lot of, seemed like there was a lot of AI involvement in some of the commercials, some more obvious than others, the Mountain Dew thing was pretty weird. I think it was Mountain Dew, wasn't it?
5: Uh, yes, um, I think so.
6: That was pretty strange. Um, and a lot of it was uh, remix stuff, which again reminds me of Jean Baudrillard, where you're not doing anything new or creative. You're just sort of, you know, it's a, what do you call it? a mashup kind of thing of things that have been done before or things that have been floating around already. The, um, Paramount plus commercial, for example, with Patrick Stewart. Um, that is something that's been floating around for a while. Some of it was interesting. I don't know. Martin Scorsese stuff, you know, again, that's probably controversial depending on who you ask. Squarespace doing a couple of commercials with Scorsese was interesting. Um, What was the other thing that sort of caught my attention? Um
5: well, <clears throat> was it an Allstate commercial? What, what was the commercial? That actress that is, you know, she's kind of a of a supporting character actress. I can't ever remember her name, but I've seen her in a, a lot of movies. And she's talking to the gal and saying, Are, you know, you're recording, you're not human. And the person says, I am human. And she goes, how do I know you're human? And then the the other end of the phone says are you human and then she pauses and then she says how do i prove that i'm human and Mm. that was weird too did you see that Mm.
6: one i don't think that i did maybe i didn't see that one
5: the the movie that i remember her in the most is legally blonde um and she was like worked at the hair salon in the movie but anyway i don't know who she is but i recognize her so but that mm. was a weird commercial. There's there's a lot of them that I just thought were odd.
6: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
5: But, you know, speaking of um, not having respect for your uh, authority or your elders, did you catch the part where uh, Kelsey from the Chiefs decided to push his coach?
6: Oh, yeah yeah that was mm-hmm.
5: what do you think about that
6: uh well, you can warm the bench for a while. You know one of the things that I've always appreciated about Bill Belichick is his perspective is there are no marquee players; they're a team, and uh you can play as a team or you can go be a star somewhere else. And from what I understand, you know, in general terms, and there are other coaches we could point to, but, you know, just to say the Brady-Belichick combination won, what, seven Super Bowls? So um, something worked there, and Belichick's perspective is, from what I understand, we could put a jersey on the janitor and still win. Because it it isn't about the people. It's not about the name on the back of the jersey. It's about playing together as a team. And um, there are moments, you know, you have moments. And uh, I can understand how a franchise and how other interests might want to have the marquee player as something that, you know, young people can idolize. Maybe it sells more tickets um, and more paraphernalia and things like that. But if you want to win championships in a team sport it takes more than a marquee player and uh so you know i would say i mean in the in a bygone era that might get you benched whether we win or lose and you know what if we lose because you did that then you know we all remember you as the person who you know it can go that way too so yeah, that was that was wildly inappropriate. Uh
5: wildly inappropriate.
6: <clears throat> so and you know, I mean speaking of things that um Betrayal of brands, I guess, you know, I, I wonder if the, the whole, uh, you know, the whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing is even real in the first place. It seems, it seems very contrived. A lot of people have weighed in on that in you know, forums and on social media and things. And it's very convenient. I mean, if you just, if you think like I think, you know, if you think in Bernaysian terms, for example, then if you want to, I mean, you know, there are a lot of people who are very uh, critically outspoken about Travis Kelsey's deal with Pfizer. Look, you can get two shots. You can get your flu shot and your COVID shot at the same time. Weren't we told originally that this shot would last forever? I saw a local ad during the Super Bowl last night that, you know, some doctor believes, and I'm sure she's well-meaning, but, you know, she believes that if you had your shot six months ago, well, then you're, you know, that, that shot is no good anymore. You got to get another shot. So you need a booster. And I thought we were told to be one shot and now it's, you know, every 10 minutes you got to get a shot. Well, why would I do that when it, you know, and then there's all of the other supporting evidence. There was the post Um, on Republic Broadcasting uh, that broke the internet last week on Friday. Um, Is this it? No, that's not it. Anyway, it's in the rotator. What's it called? And uh, somehow it managed to leap to the top of x formerly known as twitter it's it's basically the peer-reviewed version of the same information they put out last year yeah this one mrna COVID 19 vaccines caused more deaths than saved peer-reviewed study and um i was talking to mr bordop on Friday about that. And I said, Oh yeah, that's, that's the same information basically that they put out last year before it was peer reviewed. And so he stuck that in the post because I, I talked about that and wrote about that. And so that's on there. Basically, you know, the point of having those two things together is to say, told you so we were right then. And it's been peer reviewed and nobody wants to, you know, The establishmentarians don't want to talk about this, but it's real and it's peer-reviewed and here it is. And so anyway, there's that whole deal. But, you know, if you think in Bernaysian terms, people who are Taylor Swift fans, Travis Kelsey fans, um, you know, you get those two together, you're probably touching half of the adult population in the country, maybe, or certainly half or more of the a certain age demographic, probably, uh, you know, married people with fairly young children, you know, guys, you know, she's listening to Taylor Swift or maybe they both are. And the kids are probably listening to Taylor Swift and, you know, he's watching, dad's watching football and maybe a Travis Kelsey fan. So, I mean, you touch a lot of people in the country with that. And so, I wonder if it's even a real thing. I don't, I'm not convinced it is, but that's my speculation.
5: Well, that's interesting.
6: Yeah. So anyway, it was, it was interesting, you know, I don't know if we can transition away, but I thought you know, I usually, sometimes I do the on this day stuff, some famous birthdays and deaths, some things like that. It's always interesting to look back, in my opinion. Today is, uh, uh, this is the day Charles Darwin was born in 1809, the day Bill Russell was born in 1934. He died, I would say, a uh, COVID casualty, I don't know, that's... And today is Ray Kurzweil's 76th birthday so um, maybe it's getting time to scoop Ray's brains out and dump them into the the Borg the hive mind talked about Ray Kurzweil a time or two this is also um, the uh, the day that uh, Ethan Allen died, the American Revolutionary War Patriot, uh, Jane Grey, and Immanuel Kant also died on this day, and Charles M. Schultz. I thought you'd find that interesting. I do. And, Peanuts. Yeah. James Cash Penny also died on this day in 1971. So do, do young people know who James Cash Penny was these days?
5: Probably not. Yeah. Pretty sad.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Another one that people might (laughs) not remember, Abraham Lincoln. Born on this day in eighteen. Abraham
5: Lincoln.
6: Yeah. So do young people know who Abraham Lincoln was?
5: Probably not.
6: Yeah. Uh, we got a phone call. Should we go to the phones?
5: Sure.
6: All right, to the phones we go. James in Vancouver. Thanks for calling. Welcome.
8: Oh, yes, sir. Good morning to you, Missy. Good morning, morning, uh, Chris. Good morning. Uh, Good morning, sir. Yeah, hi. Uh, (laughs) uh, In my many pursuits of life, I was uh, I worked in merchandising uh, in Taiwan for 10 years um, as a liaison between uh, my clients, licensors in Hollywood and licensors in Europe. And, uh, you just hit it right on the head there, uh, Chris. Because I didn't quite know about the um, what's his name Kelsey connection to Pfizer. And, yeah. Uh, bingo, uh, Renee's all the way. There's uh, Taylor Swift, uh, and the uh, here it is, here it is, here's the uh, copy. Is uh, look at my lips and look at my hip, uh, look at my hips and look at my lips let me give you a big kiss of vaccine, see? Yeah, yeah. Subliminal, uh, uh, you know, uh, this guy I dealt with in Europe, he just looked at me one day and said, look at sex cells. And I go, yeah, okay. And and, and this (laughs) this is what's going on. So I had to call in, uh, sorry to bother
6: you. Yeah. Nah, it's just a coincidence. I'm sure they're a happy couple and, you know, she looks like... I mean, people have commented and said, you know, it reminds me of being in high school and, and seeing the prom king and prom queen, yes. and that's exactly yes. how they behave. I mean, they had her dressed up in a what looked like a letterman's jacket at the end of the game. So
8: yeah.
6: I'm sure it's all a coincidence. Yeah.
8: Well, it's uh, <laughs> uh, look, I, I like her in a way. I, um, I mean, um, you know, it's the uh, proverbial American success story. I mean... Uh, sure. everything is uh, <laughs> a coming her way: a beauty, brains, charm, allure, yeah. and the whole thing. Sure. Um, but then there's the flip side, see, which is uh, what I know you like talking about, and uh, it's uh, it bodes not so well for what's to come, I think. Yeah. So. Um,
6: well. How much, how much of that do you think people are getting wise to? Because I really want to believe I'm inclined to believe that a great number of people are really kind of, you know, seeing those things for what they are.
8: Well, I think you're right. I I think uh, some people are seeing it. Um, and, uh, even I would be in the boat of, uh, saying, well, it's romantic and, you no, know, it's um you know this is the way it should be and something like that but then when you put stuff like the vaccine in there the pfizer relationship you see yeah now, 20
6: million dollar deal means, sorry how much 20 is the word on the street 20 million dollar deal that kelsey did with pfizer yeah well, see he's taking money and that's uh our friend Judas Iscariot.
8: What did he take? Thirty pieces of silver. Yeah. Um. But uh, well, look at um. Thanks for taking my call, and you guys have a great show. I did hear Friday on the rerun because of um, what I heard on other programs.
6: Yeah, we haven't and, even gotten um, to that yet. Yeah. It was it was interesting. I, it was lively.
8: Well, look at I back you ten thousand percent. Okay, I think you know that, and uh, um, you know it's up to you how you want to handle it. But uh, if I'd have been on, if I'd have been doing the program, uh, there would have been uh, (laughs) there would have been uh, some kind of fire coming out the phone on their end. So yeah, you you know. But uh, look at I'll let you guys go, and uh, thanks for taking my call again. Talk soon. Have a good Thank day, you, James.
6: Bye, Much appreciated, sir. And on that note, we're headed into a break. We haven't even gotten into the Friday stuff, but second hour is coming up. I'm sure we'll dive into that in the second hour. We had to warm up first. Stick around, folks. We'll be right back after this short break.
2: Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call one 928 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com.
8: Extend your life with ExtendoVite.
1: Health Simple with Colorado Shilaji, Fact bit number two. In Ayurvedic pharmacology, Shilajis is the king, Raza Yoga Vahayana. Razayana Yana is one of the comprehensive disciplines of Ayurveda. It comprises of specialized uses of herbal minerals to achieve the optimum state of health. Razayana is a path to achieve homeostasis and thus retarding the process of aging and the prevention of diseases. Shilaji stands alone as the king herbal mineral over all other earth-made substances. Within Razayana, Shilaji is the ultimate substance that improves quality of plasma and blood. Thus, it strengthens and promotes health to all tissues of the body. Legit Shilaji, like Colorado Shilaji, is as the literal Sanskrit translation implies. Chilogy is the conqueror of mountains and the destroyer of weakness. Look for the gold mountain
2: and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N.
1: Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank the distance, but he's, he's going, going for, for speed. speed. Welcome back.
6: Final segment of the first hour of this Monday with Mitzi, February 12th, 2024. We haven't gotten into the fun stuff from Friday yet. We sort of, you know, it's Monday. We got to ease into it a little bit, but I think we will in the second hour.
5: Well, I'm looking forward to it.
6: Yeah. Uh,
5: it was stimulating on the first go around. I can't wait for the second. <laughs>
6: <laughs> How do you think I feel? <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. So we'll I think we'll play it, we'll unpack it a little bit. Some people are probably thinking, "What in the heck are you talking about?" Well, you'll hear. We'll just play the clip and you can hear it for yourself and then maybe we'll unpack it a little bit and talk about our thoughts on it but um i think you know before we get into that i mean i think it's a big deal obviously um i think from my vantage point i feel like i mean you know you know me for the last probably 15 years somewhere around there 15 20 years um I've been pretty, you know, you could say that I have spent some time in walking in the shoes that, you know, Pastor Earl Wallace is walking in, you know, campaigning for Ron Paul during the 2008 presidential election cycle, for example, and some other things um, along those lines. I've definitely spent some time in that camp, but. Uh, it's in error. And I, I really feel like to know what I know now, if everyone could know that, then it's liberating. You're free. And that's how I know I'm right. Basically, I don't have to defend anything. And there's so much evidence. It's everywhere, everywhere you look. If you're just willing to look at it objectively and say, you know, some kind of Basically, let's call it an exegetical approach. What is this telling me? Versus the eisegetical? what can I extract out of this, and how can I bend it to my will? To view history properly, and the information you you uh, are confronted by objectively, there is no other conclusion. So, anyway, that's the end of the first hour. Today's Monday with Mitzi. Second hour coming up right after this short break stick around we'll be right back